0: Praise the Lord, praise the name of the Lord, hallelujah. Holy Father in the mighty name of Jesus, we come before you this day expecting the anointing of Almighty God, Father that anointing that breaks all yokes, Father we thank you this very day for the anointing of the Holy Spirit to bring this word this day. Father, we thank you that you'll anoint me to preach with the power and the accuracy only the Spirit of Almighty God can bring. And, Father, we thank you this very day that you will leave an eternal deposit of the Word of God in each ear that hears this very day. And, Father, we'll give you all the honor and the glory for it. Now, Father, we know that as the Word goes forth, it'll heal, it'll deliver, it'll set people free. And we thank you this very day that no man shall leave here like they came in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And every saint said, Amen. Amen. Be seated. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Turn with me to First Samuel, the 18th chapter. First Samuel, the 18th chapter. I'm going to talk to you this morning about The sure mercies of David. The sure mercies of David. We pick up the story here in the 18th chapter of 1 Samuel. David had just defeated Goliath. All of Israel was in excitement, joy, praising Almighty God. They was dancing in the street. They were praising their God. Their God had delivered them out of the hand of the Philistine. Their gods had, and they had raised up a young man, a teenager. God had raised up a young man to stand up to a giant and take the banner of the Lord Jehovah God into the battle, praise God, and defeat the enemy. And this young boy, the son of Jesse, The covenant man that kept the sheep, he had had lions come. He had had bears come. He had had thieves come to the flock that he had tried, that he was over. And he defeated the lion and the bear, and he was ready for the giant. And when the giant came, this young man stood and said, will this philistine defy the armies of the most high God I have a covenant with the living God and my God will deliver me out of the hand of this Philistine he delivered me out of the hand of the bear and out of the hand of the lion and he shall deliver me out of the hand of the giant hallelujah all of Israel was afraid Goliath had come down and put the battle in array for 40 days Goliath had cursed israel cursed their king but something else he had cursed their god and this giant of a man he was so big he had to have other men to carry his shield he was a giant of a man and when Saul, the king of israel the tallest and, and biggest man in israel saw goliath he said his knees smote together Fear gripped the heart of the king. He told the Israelites, said, you're nothing but servants to Saul. He wouldn't even say they're servants to God. He cursed them for 40 days. And this young man named David, whom had been anointed by Samuel, God had requested it and he anointed him And this man, a young man in his teen years, came and stood up to Goliath and defeated him because his God was upon his side. He had covenant with the living God. He had a covenant, a death-doomed covenant, that our God would stand and take on your battles. Hallelujah. And as he had defeated Goliath, there's great joy in the camp. All of Israel sang and danced. They praised their God. And we picked the story up there in First Samuel, 18th chapter, the first verse. He said, And it came to pass, when he had made an end to speaking unto Saul, he went and talked to Saul the king, that the soul of Jonathan, Jonathan was the son of Saul, son of the king, said the soul of Jonathan was knit, with the soul of David, and Jonathan loved him as his own soul, and Saul took him that day and would would let him go no more home to his father's house. Then Jonathan and David made a covenant because he loved him as his own soul. And Jonathan stripped himself of of the robe that was upon him and gave it to David and his garments even his sword to his bow to his girdle. Jonathan, the son, son of the king, took off, in other words, his vest, his coat of armor, his seal as being the king, and put it up on David. And everywhere that David went, he wore the king's coat of armor, his seal that come from the Almighty King of Israel. He gave him everything that would represent the kingship as being a son of the king. He gave him his mantle, his vest. One translation said he gave him his mantle to wear. Blessed be God. In other words, he's saying this, Whatever I have as being the son of of Saul, the son of the king, this day I have made covenant with you. Jonathan and David cut this covenant, and whatever the king had, whatever his son had, belong now unto David. Anything that he had. And David went forth and done battle for Saul. And he, he would fight for him. And uh, anything that Saul sent him to do, he would, he would do it. Turn with me to the 20th chapter now of 1 Samuel. David and Jonathan reaffirmed their covenant, the fourth verse. He said, Then Jonathan said unto David, Whatsoever thy soul desire, I will even do it for you. Anything that I have I can do, I'll do it. It makes no difference what I have. It belongs to you, 14th verse. He said, And thou shalt not only while yet I live show me the kindness of the Lord that I die not, but also thou shalt not cut off thy kindness from my house forever no not when the Lord hath cut off thine enemies the enemies of David even I mean everyone from the face of the earth and so Jonathan made a covenant with the house of David saying let the Lord require it at the hand of David's enemy in other words he said this is a death doom covenant He swore a covenant. They had a covenant together and they said, If we do not keep this covenant, may the enemies of David, all the enemies of Israel, come against us and kill us. It is a death doom covenant. We swear by it, he says. Can you say amen? That's the kind of covenant men need to make today. Praise the Lord. He said that thou shalt show the kindness of the kindness of the Lord the kindness of the Lord the word kindness there uh, is the same word for mercy the same, same word for compassion see a lot of times we think kindness mercy and things like that is pity well let's have mercy on so brother such and such no mercy is not pity mercy and compassion acts and does does something about problems mercy and compassion will get people healed. Mercy and compassion will get people delivered. Pity won't do anything but say poor old thing. Yeah. Oh, poor old thing. Isn't it a pitiful how pitiful they are? How sad it is they're in that shape. See, that's pity. David is not talking about this, and Jonathan is not. He's saying that the kindnesses and the mercies that we have of the Lord, it'll be shown throughout our generation, not only to us, but unto our seed. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Mercy, compassion, kindness does something. It moves. But pity does not, it doesn't do anything. Turn with me back to the 18th chapter in the 5th verse. After David had went in and talked to Saul, they, he, he'd go out and do battle for Saul. He'd come back in. starting the 5th uh, verse. It said, And David went out whithersoever Saul sent him, and behaved himself wisely. And Saul set him over the men of war, and he was accepted in the sight of all the people and also in the sight of Saul's servants. Man, he had the king's uniform on. He had his mantle on. He had his coat of arms on. He had upon him the seal of the king. Everywhere he went, he represented the king. Anything that the king had, he had. 6 verse 7 it came to pass as they came when David was returned from the slaughter of the Philistines that the women came out of all the cities of Israel singing and dancing to meet King Saul with tabrets with jar, and with instruments of music. And the women answered one another as they played and said, Saul has slain his thousands and David his ten thousands. Uh-oh. And Saul was very wroth, And the saying displeased him. And he said, They have ascribed unto David ten thousand and me they have ascribed thousands. And what can he have more but the kingdom? What's any greater than this? And Saul eyed David from that day forward. This made David furious. This made da- I mean this made Saul furious at David, and he planned from that day forward to destroy him. He planned from that day forward that David would not inherit the kingdom of Israel. He would not be king, but his kingship would pass on to his sons. But our God had anointed David to be king. Hallelujah. And when God anoints you, blessed be God, his gifts and calling are without repentance. They do not change. And when God said you'll be king and a priest, he said you'll be king and a priest. You'll be a king and a priest. Praise God. Hallelujah. David planned. I mean, Saul planned to kill David. And. Jonathan, uh, Saul's son, had made this covenant with David. David told Jonathan about Saul's plans, said, I believe he's fixing to do this. Jonathan said, I'll find out for sure. He goes and questions his father. Look in the 20th verse. See, a covenant, when you make covenant like that, this is the covenant that cannot be broken. That covenant partnership is stronger than any other relationship. That's why it's so important to know your covenant with Almighty God. That's why it's so important to know your provisions in the covenant. The 20th chapter there of First Samuel. look in the 30th verse. Jonathan went to his father, He asked him, "Why do you plan on killing David? David is your most faithful man in the kingdom." He is your most honored man. He honors you day and night, Father. He'll fight for you. He'll do anything for you. He wears our coat of armor. He wears the seal of the king, and he wears it proudly, and he proclaims Saul to be king. Why would you want to destroy him? The 30th verse, he said, Then Saul's anger was kindled against Jonathan. He got mad at his son about asking him questions. And he said unto him, Thou son of the perverse, rebellious woman, do not I know that thou hast chosen the son of Jesse to thine own confusion and unto the confusion of thy mother's nakedness? For as long as the son of Jesse liveth upon the, on the ground, thou shalt not be established, nor thy kingdom. Wherefore, now send and fetch him unto me, for he shall surely die. And Jonathan answered Saul, He's got a covenant with David. He said, and Jonathan answered Saul his father and said unto him, Wherefore shall he be slain? What hath he done? 33rd verse said, and Saul cast a javelin at him to smite him. He was so furious. He was so mad that he did not want anyone to even be king except his family even if God chose them. And Saul cast a javelin to smite him, whereby Jonathan knew that it was determined of his father to slay David. So he knew for sure. He went and told David. He said, Go and and, and flee the kingdom. My father for surety is going to try to kill you. And so Jonathan, with his covenant with David, went and uh, would find out any place that Saul would be or what he would try to do and their plans would be failed and he he did not kill David. This thing went on for years. This wasn't two or three months. He tried to kill him for 12 years. He would send the army after him. David would have to hide in caves. He'd have to hide in the desert. He'd go everywhere. And all the rebellious people that was not pleased with Saul and his methods of uh, running the uh, nation, they would flee and they would take up with David. And they become known as the mighty men of Israel. And there was mighty forces there and they would hide in caves. They would do everything. They'd send out the armies. Saul would even lead the armies to try to to kill David. David had many opportunities to go in and to slay uh, Saul many times. He cut off the hem of his garment one time and sent it back to him and said, Saul, I could have killed you. And Saul would repent and say, I know you're a faithful man. I know that you're a man after my own heart. I know that you're for the kingdom and and for the king. And he would lose that sight and he'd start back trying to kill him again over and over and over. This went on for 12 years. The nation of Israel lost all the respect as being covenant people with all the nations round about. They had no fear of Saul or his covenant God. They had no fear of it. The Philistines attacked Israel. They attacked Israel, and when they did, Saul was killed and David's covenant partner, Jonathan, was killed. David becomes king over... Israel. He unites the kingdom of Judah and Israel. He brings them together under one nation. David became the mightiest king in the whole earth at that time. David defeated all the nations round about Israel. He defeated all the enemies that tried to slay Saul and all that and he became the mightiest king in the land. He had soldiers and garrisons in each nation round about Israel and all those nations had to bring in tribute and gold and silver and bring it before the kingdom and David became the mightiest king in the whole area he was the mightiest king anywhere but this mighty king that had defeated all the nations all the enemies he didn't forget his covenant that he'd made with a man named Jonathan he didn't forget that He didn't forget that. Praise be unto God. Praise God. Turn with me to 2 Samuel, the ninth chapter. He had defeated everything. Everything was going great. How is everything going, David? It couldn't go any better. You're the great king. You have all the wealth that a man could ever think of. The nation is the most wealthiest nation on the face of the earth. Everything's going great. Everything's fine, but David wasn't satisfied. He'd made a covenant with a man named Jonathan, and Jonathan and him that kept this covenant, it wasn't just between him and David. It was a covenant between David and his seed and Jonathan and his seed, and it'll never go out of effect. That covenant that they kept, it was an everlasting covenant between all generations, between them. Praise be unto God. The ninth chapter there of 2 Samuel, he said, And David said, Is there yet any that is left in the house of Saul that I may show him kindness, show him mercy, show him compassion for Jonathan's sake, for Jonathan's sake. This word kindness there is chesed, meaning mercy, compassion, mercy, compassion, kindness. You know, kindness acts, mercy acts, compassion acts. Pity don't do anything. He said, is there any that I can show of the house of Jonathan that I can go show the mercies, the kindness of Almighty God? Fenton translates that, said, I will show him kindness on account of Jonathan. I'll show him kindness. Is any left that I can show kindness because of the covenant I have with Jonathan is any that I can show this mercy to? Is any that I can show this love to? Is any I can show this kindness? Hunt him out. Find out. Find out. Second verse. He said, And there was of the house of Saul a servant whose name was uh, Ziba. And when he had called him unto David, the king said unto him, Art thou Ziba? And he said, Thy servant is he. And the king said, Is there not yet any of the house of Saul that I may show the kindness of God unto? And Ziba said unto the king, Jonathan had yet a son which is lame in both feet or on his feet. And the king said unto him, Let me read you another translation. Good news. Said, Is there anyone left of Saul's family to whom I can show loyalty? and kindness as i promised god i would do man he got in god involved in that covenant they made amplified said to whom i may show the unfailing unsought unlimited mercy and kindness of Almighty God. Is it any left, he said? Is it any left in the house? Is anyone? Is it even a servant left? Is it anybody left in the household of Saul that I may show kindness because of my covenant with Jonathan? Praise God. He said, I'll honor it and my seed shall honor this because we swore it before a living God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Fourth verse, the king said unto him, Where is he? Where is this son of Jonathan? And Ziba said unto the king, Behold, he's in the house of Machar, the son of Amiel in Lodibar. Then king David sent and fetched him out of the house of Machar, the son of Amiel from Lodibar. Now when Mephibosheth, the son of Jonathan, the son of Saul was come to David, he fell on his face, and did reverence. And David said to Mephibosheth, and he answered, Behold thy servant. And David said unto him, Fear not, fear not, son, for I will surely show the kindness, the mercy, the compassion of God for Jonathan thy father's sake, and will restore thee all the land of Saul thy father, and thou shalt eat bread. And table continually praise God i am tell you when a covenant was cut there it was a death doom blood covenant to their seed and to their seed seed and to their seed 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 and for throughout all generations an everlasting covenant that cannot be destroyed praise God say so, well that covenant went out of existence that covenants in effect today folks you just hold still and we'll, we'll get to it. Praise be unto God. Praise be unto God. Hallelujah. Look in the 10th verse. He said, Thou shalt therefore and thy sons. He talked to Ziba the servant. He told his servant this. Thou, shalt, thou therefore and thy son, and thy servants shall till the land farm of Mephibosheth. And thou shalt bring in the fruit of thy master's son, And thy master's son may have food to eat, but Mephibosheth thy master's son shall eat bread always at my table. Now Ziba had 15 sons and 20 servants. Then said Ziba unto the king, According to all that that my lord the king has commanded his servant, so shall thy servant do. As for Mephibosheth and the king, said the king, he shall eat at my table as one of the king's sons, hallelujah, immediately when David sent and got Mephibosheth, immediately he made unto him a rich man, folks. He made him a man with servants. He did live in another man's house, but this man David had cut a covenant with his daddy, and it was an everlasting covenant, and immediately he became owner of servants. He became owner of land. He restored unto him everything that was lost because of, the, uh, of Saul's disobedience, and he restored all that unto him, and he said he won't have to live over here or and live anywhere but right here in the king chamber himself and he'll put his feet under my table and he'll eat as one of my sons hallelujah praise be unto God praise the Lord praise God even after even after David died his son came to the throne his name was uh, Solomon Solomon would pray at times said Lord times of trouble, he'd pray, Lord, remember the sure mercies of David, thy servant. Remember the mercies of David. How many times you ever needed mercy, folks? Huh? You didn't need pity, did you? You needed mercy. Blessed be God. Our God's a merciful God. (laughs) Hallelujah. Turn with me to Isaiah, the 55th chapter. Isaiah fifty-five, first 1st verse. He said, Ho, everyone that thirsteth, come ye to the waters, and he that hath no money. Now listen to him. This is covenant talk, folks. He's not talking about just, just, just folks that's broke. He's talking about covenant people that have need. He said, Everyone that thirst, come ye to the water. And he that hath no money, come ye and buy, and eat ye. Come, buy wine and milk without money and without price. How are you going to do that? Wherefore do ye spend money for that which is not bread, and your labors for that which satisfieth not? Hearken diligently unto me, and eat ye that which is good, and let your soul delight itself in fatness. Incline your ears, and come unto me. Here and your soul shall live and I will make an everlasting covenant with everyone with you even the sure mercies of David. Hallelujah. He said, if you don't have money, if you don't have the price, if you need healing, whatever you need that I've got, blessed be God, I've got the sure mercies of David ready for you. If you're broke and you don't have money for wine and if you don't have money for bread, no matter what it is, our God has got a covenant. And he said, these sure mercies of David are part of your covenant. Hallelujah. Praise be unto God. Oh, hallelujah. Someone said, well, you know, brother Saul, he's talking about Israel. No, look back in the Isaiah 54, in the eighth verse. He said, in, in a, a little wrath I hide my face from thee for a moment. But with everlasting kindness, mercy, compassion, will I have mercy upon thee, saith the Lord, thy Redeemer. He's talking to the redeemed. Hallelujah. Them that's been washed in the blood, them that have no spot on them, they've been washed in the pure blood of the resurrected glorified God. Hallelujah. Praise be unto God. He said, those that are redeemed, come in by wine. Come in by without mercy money without price for I've got the sure mercies of David hallelujah someone shout amen to that praise God praise God praise God hallelujah if you don't have the price your covenant partner does and he's got the sure mercies of David. Who do you think put the sure mercies of David on it? That was inspired because Saul, uh, because Samuel had anointed him by Almighty God. That come with that anointing. That come with that stuff, folks. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Turn with me to Romans, the first chapter. Romans, the first chapter. First verse. Paul, a servant of Jesus Christ, to be an apostle separated under the gospel of God, which he has promised before, Romans 1 1, which he has promised before by the prophets in the Holy Scriptures concerning his son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Now he's telling you something concerning Jesus, which was made of the seed of David. Hallelujah. Do you see what he's talking about? He's talking covenant talk, folks. He's talking about a covenant. He's talking about something that happened with David, something that he inspired David to do with Jonathan, something that come out of the seed of David. And there's one now that is an everlasting mediator, an everlasting high priest that will always have the sure mercies of David, and he's your covenant partner. Come by. If you ain't got it, he's got it. Come by, ye wine. And milk bread without money and without price how can you do that because you've got a covenant partner with the sure mercies of David he said concerning this Jesus the seed of David according to the flesh the fourth verse said declared to be the Son of God with power according to the spirit of holiness by the resurrection from the dead (laughs) hallelujah I'm telling you right now we've got a covenant partner who was the total covenant man he was the son of man after the seed of David but he was the Son of God declared by the mighty resurrection. He was the covenant man. He was the Son of man. He was the Son of God. Amen. He was the representative of God. He was the representative of man. In other words, he represented the whole of mankind. He represented Almighty God. And when he was lifted up on that cross, a family, a family had been separated throughout uh, human history. Those families that had been separated. The Son of God and the Son of Man united right there on the cross, and they cut another covenant. Praise God! And He cut a covenant for you, and He cut a covenant for God. And blood flowed. The Precious blood of God's lamb, hallelujah. And that blood flowed and a new covenant's been cut and it includes the sure mercies of David, hallelujah. Glory to God. Well shout amen, somebody. Praise the Lord. Turn with me to Matthew, the 12th chapter. See them folks, them Jews knew what they was talking about. See, a lot of times we'll read something about the seed of David and won't know well, no difference and we don't know what he's talking about. That's covenant talk, folks. That's talk about your covenant. Hallelujah. I mean all them Jews still living over, off of that old Abrahamic covenant. 12th chapter of Matthew, 22nd verse. It said, then was brought unto him one possessed with a devil. Blind and dumb. I've run into some folks like that. Blind and double dumb. And he healed him. Now listen to him. He brought him unto him. Blind and dumb and he, was, and he healed him. Insomuch as the blind and the dumb both spake and saw. And all the people were amazed and said, Is not this the son of David? Isn't this the son of David? Well, what is they saying? Translators New Testament. Said, can this man be the son of David? Why did they ask that? Because he showed the mercy and the compassion of Almighty God upon that people, praise God. He opened the blinded eyes and the dumb spake. They said, is not this the son of David, the seed of David? Is this not the one that will show the sure mercies of Almighty God and deliver his people, praise God? Isn't this him? This must be him. This must be him. Phillips translates that verse. He said the whole crowd went about with excitement. The whole crowd went about with... W- Let me start over. The whole crowd went wild with excitement. They went wild. They went wild. That spirit that was on David must have got on them. You ever remember David coming in with the ark and him dancing with all his might? Well, this crowd went wild with excitement. Now listen to him. The whole crowd went wild with excitement and people kept saying, can this be the son of David? Can this be it? How many of you like to hear Cotton Patch's translation? He said, isn't this our man? Woo, glory, hallelujah. Ain't this our main man? Hallelujah blessed be God. Isn't this our man? Isn't this the one the seed of David? Isn't this the one? The one that showed the sure mercies of almighty God unto his people? Isn't this the one that's going to deliver Israel out of the hand of the enemy? Isn't this the one that's going to heal the blinded eye? Isn't this the one that's going to open the dumb? blessed be God isn't this the one isn't this the one that we've heard about all these years? Isn't this the son of the living God isn't this the seed of David hallelujah praise be unto God praise God turn with me to Matthew 21 show you something if you got your shouting clothes on huh how many of you need some mercy (laughs) hallelujah praise God Matthew 21 Look in the 14th verse. See, these Jews, listen to me. These Jews sat around and talked about this. They talked about it for years. They heard the old men sitting around up the gate whittling, making wooden donkeys, sitting around and carving and talking and said, man, you remember when David showed little Miss Febusheth the mercies of David blessed be God you remember that man he made a covenant with his daddy and he kept that covenant man hallelujah that prophets have said for years there's one coming the seed of David we will have the sure mercies of David and he'll deliver the blind he'll open the captive's eyes he'll set everyone free he'll be the one that'll come with a year of Jubilee and if you've lost anything he'll restore it back unto you praise God hallelujah they'd heard this all their life they, they, they sat around the gates they sat around the house talking about the sure mercies of David they talk this all the time 21 chapter 21 Matthew 14th verse he said and the blind and the lame came to him in the temple and he healed them Now, what what jumped in their mind? What popped in their mind? Fifteenth verse. And when the chief priest and the scribes saw it, they wondered, saw the wonderful things that he did. And the children, listen to the children, what the children doing? And the children crying in the temple and saying, Hosea, to the son of David. Hallelujah. They were so displeased. They got mad about it, but the children got glad. Hallelujah children had more sense than, than than did the preachers. Praise God, Amen. They knew what he was doing. He said, "This man, this is the seed of David." Oh, Hosanna to the King! This is him that cometh in the name of the Lord. Hallelujah! This is him that comes to show the sure mercies of David. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Praise, the Lord. praise God. Praise God. They just simply saying this. The Messiah has come, the seed of David, to deliver his people and to show us mercy. He was in Nazareth one day. Blessed be God. And there was a blind man. And that blind man had heard of Jesus. Said he'd heard of Jesus. Said, who is that? And they said, this is Jesus of Nazareth. he went to crying out, thou son of David, have mercy on me. See, they knew what they was talking about, folks. The son of David's got some mercy hallelujah he's got some mercy amen Jesus had preached three days one time some of you think I'm long Jesus preached three days one time and the folks were starving he said I hate to send them home without feeding them they are faint by the wayside and it said Jesus had mercy or compassion on them, on the multitude, and he broke the little boy's lunch and little five loaves of bread and two little fishes and the mercies of Almighty God, the sure mercies of David, exploded that thing and magnified it and multiplied that food that he fed multitudes with a little boy's lunch. That's what mercy will do. That's what mercy will do. Praise God. Hallelujah. He was in the city of Nain one day and there was a funeral procession coming down and there the funeral procession, and the little widow woman who's crying her heart was broken, her only son was dead and it said and Jesus had compassion or mercy upon him and he raised him from the dead. There's the mercies of our God. There's the mercies that does not want a man to die prematurely. Are you listening to me today? Said he raised him from the dead. There was in the 17th chapter of Matthew a, a man came to Jesus and said Lord have mercy have mercy on my son he's a lunatic and Jesus rebuked the devil Jesus rebuked the devil praise be unto God hallelujah and showed the mercies of David Matthew the 20th chapter praise God we right there in Matthew 20 look in the 30th verse it said and behold two men sitting by the wayside this was in Jericho as he's leaving Jericho when they would heard that Jesus passed by cried out saying have mercy on us O Lord thy son of David have mercy on us thy son of David and the multitude rebuked them because they should hold their peace But they cried the more, saying, Have mercy on us, O Lord, thy son of David. Man, this is covenant talk. He's saying, I have a covenant with Almighty God, and I deserve to have my eyes open. Praise God. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thy son of David, have mercy on us. Thy son of David. The crowd began to rebuke them, but they got lighter. Why'd they get louder? Because they knew this. If the son of David heard them, he would have mercy upon them. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise be unto God. If your God hears you, he'll have the mercies of David upon you. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Oh, they rebuked him, but they got louder. Oh, thy son of David, have mercy. Oh, praise God. Praise God. What would you have me to do? Oh, that I might see, Lord. Praise God. Well, I got some seeing. Just go ahead and see. Praise God. Hallelujah. Turn with me to the book of Acts. Book of Acts, 13th chapter. 13th chapter. 13th chapter the 33rd verse. Now, listen carefully. We're still talking covenant talk, folks. We're talking covenant stuff. We're talking about. <coughs> See, let, let me explain something to you. How come you think sometimes they trace back their ancestors? This and beget this, and this and beget that, and beget this, and this and beget that, and this and beget uh, this one, and this and beget Sham, and this and beget Ham, and this and beget, and they trace it on back to Adam? Why do you think they did that? Huh? We don't have to do that, but they traced it back because if they were the seed that followed the line of Judah, if they were the seed of Abraham, they had blessings coming, folks. They knew if they was the seed of Abraham, the seed of Isaac, of Jacob, of Joseph, if they was the seed after Daniel, if they was the seed after David, if they was the seed after Isaiah, that they had a blessing come and praise God and that the blessings came through this pure bloodline that Jesus, that Jesus came through. Now listen to him in the 33rd verse. It said, and God has fulfilled the same unto their children in that he hath raised up Jesus again, as it is also written in the second Psalm, Thou art my son, this day have I begotten thee. And as concerning that he raised him up from the dead, now no more to return to corruption, he said on this wise. Are you looking in the 33rd verse, 34th verse? He said on this wise. I will give you the sure mercies of David. Hallelujah. When Jesus Christ was raised from the dead, when he was raised from the dead, blessed be God, he had carried his blood into the heavenly holies of holies. A new covenant was cut, and in this new covenant there is the sure mercies of David. It was proved by the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You receive Jesus. You receive the sure mercies of David. Do you understand what he's talking about now? I'd run across up stuff like that and I'd say, well, that's good. That's covenant talk. That's blood covenant talk. Blood blood-washed sons of the living God the seeds of Abraham the seed of Almighty God the minute you get born again he said "To many has received him gave he the power to become the sons of God even to them that believed on his name Amen. hallelujah all oh, praise God praise God I said I'll show you that mercy that David showed Jonathan in his seed Oh, come eat at my table Come on, I got a good spread. I spread a good meal. Oh, hallelujah. Let him put his feet under my table. I've cut a new covenant. Oh, I'm going to make him a king and a priest under Almighty God. He's going to have dominion on this earth. He's going to have the sure mercies of David in his heart. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let me read that again. Well, let me read one more scripture. It's back up to the 22nd uh, verse, 1322 in Acts. He said, and when he had removed him, he raised up unto him. Removed Saul. When he removed Saul, he raised up then David to be king, to whom the testimony and said, I have found David, the son of Jesse, a man after mine own heart, which shall fulfill my will. How many of you know the will of God is to show you the mercies of David? <laughs> oh, hallelujah. He said, of this man's seed. Now listen to him. He said, this man David's seed. Now, David had to show Jonathan uh, the mercies of God. He had to show Jonathan's seed, didn't he? Didn't he? Didn't he have to show his seed? He had a blood covenant. He showed him the mercies because of the covenant cut with his father. Now God's gonna say something else. God's gonna cut a covenant on your behalf. He said of this man's seed, of David, hath God according to his promise raised unto Israel a savior Christ he said unto the seed of David Jesus is that seed of David and anyone accepts him that he will show him the sure mercies of David praise God hallelujah praise be unto God Hebrews the fourth chapter Hebrews the fourth chapter <laughs> the fourth chapter last verse Said, let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace, that we may obtain what? Mercy. What? Mercy. What? Obtain mercy. Why can we obtain mercy? We're not lasting God to have pity on you. We're not saying we're a poor thing. He'll go through life a worm. He'll crawl through the world on his knees, never having anything, downtrodden, cussed out, never having any, any place to live. No, blessed be God. He said come boldly unto the throne of grace and obtain mercy. Why can I obtain mercy? Because the Son of God, the seed of David, will show you the sure mercies of Almighty God and the mercies of David. Hallelujah. Come obtain mercy and find grace in a time of need. Hebrews, the second chapter, calls Jesus Christ our high priest. He said, Jesus is a merciful. Woo, glory, hallelujah. He's a merciful and faithful high priest. He's merciful. What's he talking about? Well, he's going to have mercy on you. No, blessed be God. That's pity. Mercy acts. Mercy does something. Mercy will get you healed. Mercy will open the blinded eyes. It'll cause the dumb to speak. It'll deliver the alcoholic. It'll deliver the dopehead. It'll deliver the homosexual. I'm telling you right now, the mercies of Almighty God, the sure mercies of David have been offered to a lost and dying world, folks hallelujah and whosoever will can come in and receive turn with me to the last book in the bible the last chapter revelations 22 revelations 22 revelations 22 oh hallelujah 13th verse he said i am alpha and omega The beginning and the end, the first and the last. Sixteenth verse said, And I, Jesus, have sent mine angels to testify unto you these things in the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David. Oh, hallelujah. The bright and morning star. Oh, there's a new one on the scene now. There's a new one on the scene. A new covenant man. A covenant man, that cut covenant, not between two men, but a covenant man that cut covenant as a man and as God Himself. There has been a covenant cut between God and man, and God has shown us the sure mercies of David. Hallelujah! Blessed be God. See, if you're out in Lodi Bar today, blessed be God, our God will send get you. And if you're out there and you act on your covenant rights, our God will heal you. If you're out there and in your troubles. Financially, blessed be God. Our God will show you the sure mercies of David. There is no failure in this. There is no way that you can go down because you've got a covenant partner. His name is Jesus, and he has the sure mercies of David. Hallelujah. Can you shout amen, somebody? Praise the Lord. Let's well stand up and let's give the Lord a hand clap. Well, let's shout about it. Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. <clears throat> Preacher come down here not long ago. He is from Detroit. I visited with him one time. A while and he, he told me he said wasn't long ago he said the Lord found me out in Lodibar <laughs> I know what he's talking about that's where I went and got little Miss Felbyshef he said God has raised me he said that man said he raised me out of dope and drugs and everything in the world and he said he set me on high and set my feet on a solid ground praise God praise the Lord that's the sure mercies of David Praise God. Are you in Lodibar today? Have you been out there and you need help? It's never too late to cry out for mercy. Mercy acts. Mercy is something special. It's the compassion and the kindness of our God that he placed within the, uh, the heart of our Lord Jesus Christ. He's the root and offspring of David. He's the bright and morning star. He's the rose of Sharon. He is the mighty God. He's the everlasting Father. Oh, our God has the mercies of David. Praise God. Hallelujah. Every head bowed and every eye closed. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Is anyone here today that say, I don't know this Jesus you're talking about. I need the mercies of God. I need them in my life. I need them. I need this Jesus. Is anyone here today that raise their hand and say, Pray for me, Brother Stone. I need, I need Jesus. I need help. Is anybody here today that say, I, I've been out there in Lord Boy. I've known Jesus. I've known Him as my Savior. I've been filled with the Spirit, but I've been away. Oh, I've been away from God. I haven't been where the mercies of God could come upon me. I've been away from God, and I want to get back to God. I'm telling you today, this is your day to repent. This is your day to come to Jesus. This is the day, oh, I plead with you, I beg with you, come and get right with Jesus today. If you're out of fellowship, this is the day. I don't care what you've done. Our God has the mercy of David. Oh, he'll give you the mercies of David. Is anyone here today that say, I want to get right with God. I want want my life right with God. If I don't have anything else, I want my life right with Almighty God. Hallelujah. If if you're here today and want me to pray with you, I want you to get out of your seat and come down front. Come down front hurriedly. Don't don't wait on it. Just don't, don't think of it. Act on the word of the living God. God wants you to act and say, I want the mercies of David. I want to be right with God at all costs. I don't care what happens. I want God. Hallelujah. Praise be unto God. Hallelujah. Is anybody here today that say, I know Jesus is my Lord. I've made him Lord and Savior, but I've never been filled with the Holy Ghost. And I want the supernatural power of God. Oh, hallelujah. I want it in my life. I want to receive the Holy Ghost. If you're in that shape, I want you to come down front. I want to pray with you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you've got a habit you need to quit that the Lord's been dealing with you about, I want to pray with you. We'll take the power of God. You know, this man came and he had a son that was lunatic and Jesus showed the sure mercies of David. Hallelujah. And got him delivered. I don't care if you're blind and dumb this day. You know, you might can stay blind, but you don't have to stay dumb, folks. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Does anybody here today want hands laid on them for prayer, for healing? The healing virtue of God is here. The sure mercies of David. Come boldly and receive your healing. Does anybody need healing? Come on down front right now and let's pray for you. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Don't wait. Don't wait. Don't wait. If you knew how quick God would heal you, you'd run. You'd run. No matter what it is, I want you to come and receive from Almighty God. If you need deliverance from a habit, if you've been off in sin, come and get it right with God today. Don't leave here without knowing the sure mercies of David. Lift your hands. Father, in Jesus' mighty name, we call our covenant into into sight this day. And as we lay hands on it, we call for the sure mercies of David. Hallelujah. There's the power of God right there. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah hallelujah in the top of his head to the sole of his feet hallelujah hallelujah in Jesus mighty name in Jesus mighty name in Jesus name hallelujah hallelujah praise the name of the Lord praise the Lord praise the Lord sit on that chair and let me look at your leg. praise the Lord praise the Lord praise, the Lord. praise, the Lord. praise God hallelujah you about right you see it. just look at your leg it ain't much difference come on out Come on out, you ain't no Hallelujah! Come on out, come on out. Hallelujah! Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Now stand up, and touch your toes. Hallelujah! Touch your toes, touch your toes. Now jump right straight up. Hallelujah! Praise the Lord. Hallelujah! Praise God, the mercies Thank of you, Jesus. God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Hallelujah. Thank you. Glory, glory. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, right, close your eyes. Say this to me. Lift your hands to Jesus say dear father, dear father in, Jesus name, in Jesus name I ask for the mercies of God. The of God now I want to be refilled with the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost. Just us begin to pray in tongues kill maharandra brandra under under a bus or a brother rat la hola my hurry and under a brother but mariana my sarah brata, brother on a marine debris take he on a oh hallelujah hallelujah hallelujah, hallelujah.